Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we'll be joined by Sam Quek. Yes. Uh, Olympic gold medalist, hockey player, of course. Uh, TV presenter. Liverpool fan. Question sport Liverpool fan. She's got a new book out. Uh, she popped in to see us. We'll hear from her. Uh, Martin Kellner gave us a week of sport on TV. Yeah. We, uh, what else did we do? Oh, yes. We spoke to a Newcastle fan who has turned his uh, toilet at home into a shrine to his beloved Newcastle United. He talked us through the process. I meant of doing the room, not of a blue team, because that would be too much. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be very and, nice. And uh, we had a chat, didn't we? <laughs> we did, yeah. Uh, so here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. And good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And uh, I watched the United game the other night, and mm. uh, there's a sort of pleasure in this. It's a bit like people used to watch you know, my YouTube with Mark Burcham, but I was on Goldbridge Live. And yes. Mark Goldbridge, and he, he, he does a watch-along thing on YouTube, yeah. and he, he is, he's an excellent ranter. Yeah. He's got a touch of the Gordon Ottershaws about him, Michael Palin's ripping yards. He just, yeah. he just loses it. And he makes me look like Henry Winter, honestly. So, <laughs> it's incredible. He's at one point, he's going, get me that paracetamol, I've got a headache. And he's sort of saying, but the best bit was, there was a sequence from when they went from 3-1 to 3-2 to 4-2 in quite a quick thing. Yeah. So from the depths of despair to ridiculous optimism at 3-2. Really? Yeah, and then I mean, papering back, over the cracks, that little fight <laughs> oh, back, yeah, really, wasn't it? Was, it was, really. And back to the depths. It was, it was great fun. Owen Hargreaves on co-coms, and actually did quite a good job. Yeah. I was quite surprised. He, no, I tell you what's happened, he, I, I, maybe it was you, Andy. Maybe maybe you shamed everybody into telling him to up his game a bit. Because there was a time, let's be honest, we, we did... Oh, it used to sound like a drone was going on <laughs> overhead. Well, every Christmas, <laughs> uh, you would do for us... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Christmas carols sung by mm, Owen Hargreaves. Chestnuts roasting <laughs> on an open fire. Jack Frost pecking at your nose. And that's it was what it was like, wasn't it? it was but really, um, yeah. I think you're right. I've, you just noticed, it's, I don't know, there's just a bit more energy bit about it. A bit more life board. about it. Yeah, he yeah. did well. It was good. He's the perfect bloke for Imagine I Did Buy. Of course, course he's there's no know, one better. But no, I, think, I, think you, I think he should be sending you a massive check. Well, thank you very uh, much. Owen. Him and Clive Myrie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so I bring this in. And also, so, yes. What, Tess Daly. I was making the point last week with Mike Ward. Yes. The Tess Daly, that thing I've got about her, when she, when she has to cover the gap between the massive round of applause and when they face the judges. She makes a noise, doesn't <laughs> she? It's a bit, it's a bit like, silly, that. Yeah, well, it is a bit silly, but that's <laughs> what it is. 
I've never sort of noticed that. Oh, yeah. I'll be listening out for that. Now. Didn't so do it at all last week. Not at all. So somebody really? must have said something. I've got Someone's to stop doing I'm ruining all my own pleasure. Got a, got a few notes, Tess. Got a few notes. <laughs> I heard a guy was in the car, talk sport, apparently. Could be a husband. I mean, he's a big football fan. Yeah, he is. Could be. Yeah, but he's in the car. I heard this guy. And apparently, you go. Mm, I don't do that and then she's watched it back she's, she's gone oh no I do I go mm, and uh, she sorted it out I think she has Brilliant. I was watching a bit of uh, Brighton versus AEK last night yeah well that was more schadenfreude oh yeah well it yeah, was I mean, a bit actually. yeah from your no, point I, of view no, I've, ch- I've sort of you know I've got over that, that oh, was, I'm glad that was last season yeah you were wrong this to be season, having a go at Brighton no this season I, I want Brighton to do well it almost I'm quite happy for them to oh, do Oh, that's well. good. I'm glad to yeah. hear it because I didn't. It was a bit mealy mouthed. I felt at the time. Well, I think it highlights what a terrible job the owners of Chelsea have done. But that's another yeah. matter altogether. No, that was a that was a mm. weird game, wasn't it? Brian? It was. I mean, they got plenty of time in the yeah, group to get the back officials, into it. So. Honestly, the officials in that game. I mean, they, 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 there was a foul on Lamptey. I, I don't know how the linesman and the I referee know. missed it. It was a terrible tackle. And then Deserby complains. He gets a yellow. You think, oh yeah, brilliant. Now there's been some ropey officiating yeah. this week, especially around penalties. There've been some mm. iffy penalties this week. Um, Stan Collymore is going to chat to us later on. Not happy about the way mm. Villa played. No, uh, um, hopefully they'll keep that up for Sunday. But they did make five changes. They so. did. Yeah, Clement Longley. Yeah, not sure. You know, when you have a player on loan and he doesn't come back, and everybody's going, I think we dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he has his moments, but they're just a bit few and far between. And defensively. <laughs> You always anything played in behind him, you forget it. You know that's the problem. It's not ideal, is yeah. it? And uh, David Beckham, he's got a new glasses range. I don't know if you saw this. It's, yeah, uh, I get a pair of Beckham new bins. Eyewear range, the Gold DB one one three three spectacles. But mm. honestly, he said we've pushed the boundaries with new styles inspired by retro shapes. Only so the, much you can do. Well, glasses. <laughs> this one pair. They're just glasses you've seen in every shop, anywhere, in any opticians in the universe. There's, so, there's very oh, few we... boundaries you can break. Unless you're Elton John. <laughs> yeah, like there's very, very few boundaries. <laughs> yeah. they, well, I remember going to Watford years ago and getting in one of the lounges, and yeah. they had some cases. They probably still have them in the lounges there, but they had cases mm. of uh, a couple of Elton's stage outfits. And yeah. also um, all of his glasses, a lot of his mm. stage glasses. Mate, amazing. Fantastic. They yeah, were fantastic. Good little, yeah. little mini Elton John museum. Anyway, sp- uh, talking, uh, sorry, sporting shrines. Uh, you may have seen in today's Sun newspaper a Newcastle fan who has turned his toilet into a shrine for Newcastle <laughs> United. I haven't got a copy of the paper. I should have a look. It's James Longworth, 40. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, he's done a, it's a beautiful thing. He's even astroturfed it. Yeah, that's not a great idea. The wife's not happy about that. He's coming on at 1.30. Oh, good. Yeah, he's going to talk it's, us through it. But, it's, it's, I mean, it's a bit like that thing of having carpet in a toilet. You don't want that. You know, I mean, I'm, 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 maybe I'm doing James a disservice, but him and his mates come round and watch a Newcastle game. <laughs> I think that, that AstroTurf's going to need a good old... you need a proper groundsman having a go at that with the bleach and the disinfectant by the end of the game. <laughs> oh the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So, we turn now to uh, a story we touched on earlier on. We're asking you for your sporting shrines today. Uh, and the catalyst for this was James Longworth, 40. Uh, who appeared in today's Sun <laughs> Very with his like yeah with exactly. his age. well I just I've just read his age <laughs> yeah, afterwards yeah uh, with, with his uh, fantastic um, shrine to Newcastle United uh, in his uh, in his toilet hey James hi guys it's a beautiful thing you, you've put there I mean it is a toilet but it's as beautiful as a toilet gets but uh, <laughs> thank you of, very much a lot of love has gone into that I can see uh, yeah it has a lot a lot of love and a lot of hard work as well to be fair. 
Yeah. There's some nice touches I read here. Whenever the door opens, local hero plays the music the team walk out to at home games. That's a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was actually an idea um, of somebody on Facebook because um, I was I was sort of like just uploading pictures of sort of like progress on it um, and I didn't actually expect it to be quite so... Uh, so much of a talking part as what it is. And one of the comments was, oh, it'd be great if um, every time you open the door, you could get local hero playing. <laughs> so obviously I started, um, you know, a bit, a bit of online shopping to see what, what I could do. And sure enough, I found uh, a light censored speaker box. <laughs> I, don't like to, I don't like to ask this, but we can see you on the YouTube feed. And are you actually in the toilet now speaking to us? Uh, I'm not, no. Um, I'm just sat in the living room oh, at good. the moment. Oh, Rav, we're delighted to hear that. The good thing about wear, a team that wears um, black and white is quite handy because because of all your, your kind of bathroom where all your sinks and your toilets, not that difficult to source. A bit more difficult maybe if you need them in red and white or green and yellow or something like that. Yeah, because, um, again, that, that was another another thing we were looking at was maybe trying to get some ceramic paint and sort of like painting the, the actual toilet and the sink into the project as well. Um, but obviously with all the curves and contours of a, you know, a, a toilet and a, yeah. a sink like that, it was, uh, it was proving quite difficult to, to do that bit. So I kind of had to scrap that idea and think on to uh, other ideas. Well, you've got black and white striped wallpaper, but one wall is a kind it's of... Lovely, it's lovely, it? a massive sort of photograph of St. James's Park, isn't it? How did you have to get that done especially? Uh, no, not especially. Mm. Um, I actually, when I, when I first mm. sort of like got the idea, because uh, obviously it was all a bit rush mm. um, with the wife going away, so mm. I thought, right, I need to jump on this quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I actually stumbled upon a company based in Manchester online uh, that specialise in basically wall decals and wall stickers. Right. Um, and they've got a full selection on there of every Premier League team, um, not just the Premier League, but other European teams, worldwide teams. Um, and they do murals of all sizes, um, several different angles of the stadiums, things like that. Um, it cost a pretty penny to, to, to get it printed. Um but yeah, it's uh, they managed to sort it out for me for next day, uh, mm. so I got it the very next day. Um, and yeah, the I, I didn't expect it to look quite as good as what it did, to be honest. When I read, when I saw mm. the pictures, and I saw it was an astroturf floor. I did immediately have the same thought as your wife, Taryn. Everybody did, I think. I mean, the, one of the listeners has made the point, uh, it must be difficult for uh, James's wife. He says, half-time she must have to come in with a garden fork to help the... To, for, for drainage. For drainage, yeah. You don't need the sprinklers on, certainly, but she did make that point. She didn't, yeah, she said, you know, boys don't always yeah. hit the target. AstroTurf, not the best surface. No, no. Again, I mean, the the AstroTurf, again, um, came off a, a Facebook comment or a, a Facebook dare, should I say. Mm. Um, a lady turned around and said, I, I dare you to, to put AstroTurf down. Um, <laughs> and obviously, I did have the ideas of, well, obviously, we, we do have two two young lads, mm. um, you know, so, and we all, every parent in the world knows that young boys are not the best at aiming. No. Um, so the astral turf isn't actually fixed in. Ah, uh, ah, that's a good idea. So it, 
it, it can be easily removed. It can be easily cleaned. Good. Um, and then obviously put back into position. There, there is a, a liner underneath it as well. So it does, uh, it, it can easily be cleaned. But yeah, it's that that's definitely one of the bigger talking points on social media at the moment yeah. as well. I bet that's going to absolutely stink after a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, well, from, uh, you're from Burnley, aren't you? So yeah. uh, I am. So why yeah. Newcastle finally? Um, so it all started basically when I was a child. Um, my my dad used to take me every weekend to go and watch Berry Football Club down at Gig Lane. Mm. Um, and I'm talking like the very early 90s, so when, when Berry had quite a lot of success. Um, but my dad, he wasn't really a fan of a particular team. He just more, he loved the sport. Right. Um, so... Anytime anybody was playing, didn't matter who it was, he was watching it on TV. It was football. That's what he loved. Um, and again, around about that time was sort of like Newcastle's glory days, if you will. So you, you rule Foxes, you're Alan Shearer, David Ginola. Yeah. Um, and they just seemed to be on the telly all the time. And, and that was it. And that's why you took and, them on. Yeah. 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 That was it. I yeah. just fell in love with the club. Um, right. Loved them ever since. Well, look, good to talk to you, James. It's a thing of beauty, even though it is a toilet. Well done. And uh, thanks, <laughs> Thank thanks for joining us. All the best. Not a problem. You too. Thank you. James Longworth there, who's created a little shrine to his uh, team, Newcastle United, in his lab. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Anything else, Andy, you want to discuss? Yes. Um, you can now buy a doorbell that features the voice of Neighbours star, Toadie Rebecca. Really? Yeah, apparently. The Ring Video Doorbell greets visitors with various phrases recorded by soap actor Ryan Maloney, like, shh, there's someone at the door, they'll be right there. I don't know why he'd want that. You're not doing the voice, clearly. Well, I'm not going to, am I? I mean, you're a neighbour's completist. Would you not be interested in that doorbell? No, I'm a bit concerned. I was telling you, I'm I'm not sure about the new reboot. Wow. It's a bit odd. They've suddenly jumped two years, and you're thinking... What's happened? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had the option. They could have started from where they left off, but I suppose they thought, well, everybody's, everybody's gonna, looking that bit older. Looking that bit older. So, so just basically, you just think, who are these people? What's going on? Why did they end up together? Why has Susan suddenly got a shopping problem? It's all really, <laughs> it's all really odd. Have they made it a bit, from what I've seen, have they made it a bit Twin Peaks? Is it a bit sort of cosmic? Or is no, it is it still really. very much in the soapy still, style? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, Alan came in, Alan Fletcher, and said to us yeah. that it looked very different, but I can't see that it looks that different, but I don't know. Well, I'm hoping it'll settle down, because at the moment it, you sit there going, what's going on? But okay, sure, you just, you'll just have sure to get up to speed, right, Andy. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be fine. Put yeah. the hours in. It's going to be worth it, isn't it? It's very interesting. Chelsea uh, owner, Clear Lake co-founder, Jose, one of them, Jose Feliciano, or Jose hey? Feliciano, that's his name. That, not that one. Not no, the not that one. like my fire. <laughs> well, might as well be, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like my fire under <laughs> a billion quid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the players' category, that's another matter. Yeah. We're trying to reduce, he says, we're trying to reduce the salaries and operating expenses of the business by over 80.6 million a year. You've also in- reduced the income by not being in the Champions League. Yes. Thanks very much. Yeah. Oh dear, what are you going to do? But never mind. Bounty bars. Have you seen this? Dark bounty bars are no hmm. longer on the market and a lot of people are upset but I'm fascinated by the fact that the son, whenever there's any story at all they always go to Piers Morgan yeah. and ask Piers what apparently he he's a fan of that particular yeah, but Piers, I, I don't think there's a subject in the world that Piers hasn't got an opinion on no. that can be quotable he said I've just been told my favourite dark chocolate wrapper bounty bars have been discontinued 
There's one, and there's only one left in my dressing room stockpile. So he obviously was a big fan. We've got to march on round trees. Who makes it? Is it Mars? It's Mars, <laughs> yeah, is it? Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. No idea. Really. Um, interesting <laughs> line in the Sun today from mm. our old mate Martin Lipton. It says, uh, Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman will carry on sports washing. I'm thinking, that would be a quite terrible <laughs> film, wouldn't it? I'm just, and I'm thinking, he'd probably be played by Bernard Breslau. Of all, I can't see Sid playing, uh, playing Mohammed bin Salman. It'd be... It'd be Bernard, wouldn't it? I yeah. think it Hello, would be, Sid. I don't, I don't know what Sid's role would be in <laughs> there. I thought Charles we might Aldrin. take over golf this <laughs> afternoon. Don't be so dark. It'd be good, wouldn't it? You would watch that. It's like a bit odd. It's like, I mean, he knows what sport. I mean, Charles Haltry would be in it. <laughs> He's just saying it's sport and I'm using it to build tourism and build the whole GDP of Saudi Arabia. He's like sort of almost ignoring what sports washing is. Yeah. You know, but there you go. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So we're joined in the studio now by uh, Olympic gold medalist and TV presenter Sam Quick. Hey Sam, good to Hello. see you again. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. Uh, you have a, a book out, uh, Raw, uh, Celebration of uh, Great Sporting Women, in which you've chatted to a lot of great uh, women from the world of sport. And as you said, looking at the gritty reality of making it as a woman in team and individual sport. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. Um, a proper mix of talent in there from all different backgrounds, demographics, uh, disabilities. Um, and it, yeah, it's basically really nice to dip in and out of hearing different stories from where people have come, some of the challenges they faced and also where the sport's going. So, you know, I spoke to Sheila Parker, the first Lionesses captain, mm. um, all the way through to our youngest, uh, Sky Brown, obviously Team GB's youngest Olympian. Yeah, you've interviewed some yeah. of the... Britain's most successful women's sports people, really, in in the book. Yeah, I to be honest, I a lot of the names in there, I thought I knew them through competing with them, meeting them, having them on Question of Sport. But you don't have time, do you, to chat and ask them the hard, gritty questions. So when I was speaking to some of them, I just thought I I had no idea, um, and it was it was eye opening, emotional, um, and and quite funny. Some of them as well. 
We had Shauna Brown, somebody you've, you've interviewed. We had her on the show the other day, and she was great. You know, really interesting and engaged, and knows a lot. About, obviously, knows a lot about all forms of rugby. Yeah, amazing. She only started, didn't she, mm. when she was like twenty-one? Because mm. she did athletics before. But she was saying in the book as well that she's not from a typical rugby background. You know, she didn't go to a private school. She didn't come from a rugby playing family. Um, and her journey of you know funding it herself, getting the bus across town to get over to her nearest uh, rugby club. But the journeys are just incredible. And also where women's sport is now to where it was. I mean, some of the conversations we're having in women's sport, you would never have dreamt of. Hmm. So, I mean, there's a conversation that I talked to about Sarah's story about having kids and the amount of grief that she got from women, men, hmm. people in sport, outside of sport, saying, what are you doing training while you're having a kid? It's dangerous. And then you get the whole mum guilt. I can't believe you're competing while you're having a child. From periods, I guess. I mean, mm. what 2015, Heather Watson came out and started talking about a period and mm. all the women were mortified, yeah. dead embarrassed. Yeah, it's open now. Have you actually said to a man, OK, this is the day your 100-metre final, this is the day mm. when you go and play in a gold medal hockey match, Yeah. Um, but you've got something that's going to debilitate you and zap you of energy. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's 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 you know it's a it's a fair point, isn't it? You have to talk about it because it must be it makes it a difficult thing even more difficult. Yeah, well, what fifty percent of the population have periods? Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not controversial. Yes, <laughs> just put it out there. But at least they, I mean they talk you know openly and, and shorts changed at Wimbledon and skirts. Exactly. And it's, it's so much better. Football as well, you know. Yeah, seen football. The white it shorts is. Changes, yeah, so it? the lioness has now got navy shorts. Yeah. I play. I went to an all boys sixth form and it was mixed. That doesn't make sense, does it? I went to an all boys school. And it was a mixed six form. And I played in the lads team. But their kit was maroon uh, tops and then white shorts and maroon socks. And I played in a white skirt. And I remember, again, people listening might cringe. If I was due on, I'd be mortified. I'd be so paranoid thinking, mm. oh, God, if anything shows up, I'd, I'd die because it's an mm. all boys team. But I didn't think anything of it. I didn't bother to even ask the question of changing the colour. Um, and I'd like to think that wasn't even that long ago. What am I, yeah. 34? What, 15 years ago? more maybe uh, <laughs> uh, to now actually people changing like you say the kit and things like that but um it's one it's of the many barriers that comes across when you look at the book you know the, mm. whether it's mm. down to equipment having to wear men's boots or shoes and all that sort of thing you know there's there's a kind of cumulative effect of having to do a lot of this stuff with a handbrake on but hopefully that is sort of changing now yeah i'd like to think so i think mm. it still exists i mean i i i'm trying to go back to hockey now Oh. Um, back in the Premier League, up the Bowden really? in Manchester, yeah. Bought the new kit because, again, top level, top league hockey, it's still amateur. So I pay my £12.50 every Saturday. We carpool down to East Grinstead like we did last weekend then we pay our petrol. So you have to pay for kit. So I go into the kit shop and it's still, it's unisex. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not unisex, it, it's men's because my hips, my thighs and my backside don't fit into a men's medium. Hmm. So I have to get a large, but then they're too long and it's... So it still exists, <laughs> you know what problem, I mean? Isn't it? Why have you but, come back? Were you really missing just playing? Just yeah, I miss the social side. I can't hmm. exercise. I can't exercise on my own and run and motivate myself like I used to. So motivation would be to be better, faster, mm-hmm. stronger than your opponent. And, you know, you're playing for medals for a place in the squad. But when you've got like, I've got a one and a half year old, a two and a half year old, and I get a bit of spare time. I'm, I want to sit in front of the telly and watch the football and eat your pizza and maybe some Doritos and ice cream, then go for a run. And I'm, but if I join a hockey team or mm. go to yoga or spinning or whatever, I'm held accountable for mm. 
being there at that time. So that's the main reason I went back. But also the social side. It's just good. it's a good crack. Yeah. You know, all yeah. people who give up team sports retire all say yeah. that's what they miss more than anything else. You must be a yeah. marked woman in those games. If they say us old Sam Crick's got a gold medal, they're sort of wrapping you on the ankles a bit or not when you're playing against other teams. Oh yeah, I'd love it though. It happened at the weekend. Someone gave a little question of sport chat. Is it like bring oh, back right. tough as something like that? <laughs> so I literally, I love it. I thought it was hilarious because uh, we were winning one nil at a time, and I, I just looked up, gave him a big smile. But that puts again, without sounding arrogant, that mm. just puts fire in my belly. Mm. And I knew it was only a young, inexperienced girl I was up against. So I just did a few little dinks over a stick, went past her, and then passed straight to mm. our centre forward. I did it, and then just looked over to the same fella who. He shouted it, and then I just love it. It's good fun. Yeah. But, um, There's so, yeah. A f- forward to the book by Gabby Logan, who's great, and presumably a role model for you TV-wise as well. Massively, yeah. Yeah, she's been one of the trailblazers alongside Claire Balding, um, Sue Barker, people like that. And she talks about when she first went into broadcasting, the door was probably just a jar mm. for women. Mm. Um, but, you know, the problems still exist, and it's just about appreciating, I think, where we've come from. You can't erase the past. Yeah. Uh, And it's all about learning from what's gone, where can we be better, and having them conversations. But yeah, Gabby's a a ledger. I still speak to Gabby, obviously, send her messages every so often. Um, So yeah, to get a forward by her was was brilliant. You do the one show as well. You mentioned Crescent Sport. You do the one show now and again, don't you? Yeah, I did that after. I did my first one show after the Olympics. So I went from being in sport, quite well, only in sport, then going into lifestyle with the one show, Morning Live. Uh, But my heart's always, not that my heart isn't in entertainment. I love Mm. it. I love the thrill. I love meeting new people. But sport will always have my heart. And there's nothing like broadcasting live sport. You just don't know what you're going to get, do you? But you, what you get with the one show are those gear changes, which are the mark of the show. <laughs> where suddenly you might have to chat to George Clooney about kestrel migration. <sighs> you know, I mean, it's great. You're not going to get that anywhere else, are you? On any no. other crackpot show in the world, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally is. It's it's learnt me anyway. I mean, I've always had quite a hard exterior. So uh, going from quite an emotive subject to then a funny one to turn to camera one to then camera two and go, yeah. right now, apple Serious pies. Face. When, you watch the, when you watch the Alan Partridge series, didn't you? I mean, you must have thought, yeah, I've been there, I've sat in that series. I've had to do that gear change. <laughs> it's not easy, is it? Not easy. It was definitely a learning experience. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's... It, it's it's one of them. It's you have to do it or not, and yeah, you know you have your bosses turn around and go, you know, you need to just do this. Maybe say it that way, but at the end of the day, I'm me, and yeah. um, that's what you're gonna get straight up, hearty and uh, northern probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, question of sport coming back as well, yeah. Yeah, I like to think so. We're just waiting for our schedule. Mm-hmm. I think with everything that's gone on the last year, the. BBC, the fantastic coverage of the funeral, uh, the late Queen Elizabeth funeral, coronation, Eurovision. It's been a mad time. So, yeah, we're just waiting for everything everything to come back. I think right. the show, after the first season, that was brilliant. Teeth and Problems, the second. Um, it, it really got into a really nice place. The green room was buzzing. Everyone's in one place at one time. People are coming, people are going. And the contestants who came on as well were saying, actually, that was really good fun. That was chill Mm. because people worry about coming on and not Mm. getting their home question. Yeah. Right. And I always say, no, it's not about getting the questions right. It's coming on, having a laugh. I'd much rather have a guest who's chatty, bubbly, can throw a little bit of shade over to Hugo's team. That's fine as well. (laughs) Uh, Enjoy a bit of banter and not get a question right. I'd much prefer that. 
if you can do both, uh, questions yeah. right, that's a bonus. And you're keeping an eye on Liverpool still, of course, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's in my blood, isn't it? Yeah. Love a bit of Made Liverpool. hard work of that a bit last night early on, but got the job done, didn't you? I, I'm going to give, again, I'm going to give the stick before people give me the stick. Hmm. So I got home last night, tried to put the 40 on it, had already finished. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> early kicking. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, Thursday thanks. night football for yeah. you. <laughs> Good ball in from Gravenberg. We've all done though. that. Did you see that? The cross no, in no, for... I haven't seen the game. It was good. He got player of the match, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, did so well. he, he looked, he's fitting yeah, right. I, I think they? they're definitely, well, definitely going to be top four, but I think they could be... Yeah, you know, I was worried going into this season, coming out of the pre-season, thinking, okay, I don't know what we're going to get this season. And I've been pleasantly surprised... Um, mm. I've really enjoyed it's like Liverpool mm. of you know that that era just before we started winning things with Klopp and things were starting to build you mm. can see the potential so it's really exciting time to be a yeah, Liverpool I think fan. defensively they've still got a few issues but attacking wise and midfield yeah, wise, got, yeah those players are bedded in yeah. extra Mate, season, if, you can, so. if you can score more goals than your opponent I'll take that it's like the when Liverpool used to win goals five win goals win matches yeah. like five three Got a lot of time for that. Mm. Well, Sam, lovely to see you again. Cheers, uh, thanks for having us. We wish you well with the book. It's called Raw, a celebration of great sport in women. It's uh, out in hardback. That's um, R-O-A-R. That's, uh, yeah, that's right, R-O-A-R, that's right. Uh, yeah, Alan and Unwin are the publishers. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time then to look at a week of sport on TV in the company of squad number nine. Good. King of Overnights, Martin Kellner. Hey, Martin. <laughs> Hello, boys. You all right? Yeah, yes, not so goodness. bad, not so bad. Looking forward to the rugby league tonight, Martin. Yeah. What a We're night. We're gutted that winning time has come to an end, though. Yes, we certainly are. We're going to be talking about that later with Todd Macklin to show about the the Lakers back in the 80s. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah great series. Absolutely. But you've been watching the wrestling, though, Martin, haven't you? Yeah, well, it's a program called Wrestlers. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a new show on uh, Netflix, doing uh, very well. There's a lot of effing and jeffing in it. But, oh. Uh, <laughs> if you can... Uh, if you're okay with that, it's, uh, it's quite fun. Interesting, I, actually, I don't like the effing, I don't mind the jeffing. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Well, uh, it was an interesting, um, just before we get on to wrestlers, uh, my friend Rob Hawthorne, who was commentating on Newcastle versus Brentford, you know, I've mentioned in the past why they bother uh, apologising for any swearing you might have heard, mm, yeah. um, which in most cases you've not even heard it anyway. No. Uh, you you tend then to go back and listen to it again, see what you missed, don't you? Yes. Fans Uh, of swearing. (laughs) (laughs) Rob... Well, Rob came up with a new one. He said, apologies for any uh, unnecessary swearing. Right. Well, you know, th- there's a difference between unnecessary swearing mm. and necessary swearing. Yeah. I think if you're being penalised for a taking mm. too, giving a yellow car for taking too long over a throw-in, mm. that I would describe as necessary swearing yeah, very much rather so. than <laughs> unnecessary <laughs> swearing. But uh, there you go. Well, wrestlers, it's, um, it's a deep dive into the uh, third tier of professional wrestling now you may not know there's a third tier we've got wwe obviously uh aew and then we've got ovw which is the ohio valley wrestling so the first caption you see is uh louisville kentucky ohio valley wrestling gym Uh, and it's the people sort of gathered around there who take part in this third tier wrestling uh, and giving you their views on everything. So, you know, it's not going to be Professor Simon Sharma. You know, you know, it's not it's not the brains trust, to be honest. Um, so, but it, it's interesting. I, I enjoyed it, actually. And uh, there's, uh, you know, they've all had they've all had problems, put it that way. It's very mm. sort of redneck lifestyle, if you like. Mm. Um, but 
the uh, I mean Holly Hood, who's uh, a, a woman wrestler, she says, you know, you find a way to channel your anger. They've all got plenty to be angry about. Yeah. Uh, and it's described by, um, I thought it was interesting, they had a wrestling journo on who said um, the ultimate goal of this is not to make it look like a real fight. It says the audience, they're in on it. It mm. doesn't have to be a mm. real fight. It's a morality play. It's good versus evil, which I thought was, was quite an interesting way mm. uh, to talk about wrestling. You know, he says you have to have what they call a heel and a baby face. Yeah. The heel's obviously the evil one. The baby face is the good one. And it's mm. all uh, it's all worked out beforehand. Um, what is, uh, one of the interesting things uh, about this uh, OVW wrestling is they're in financial difficulties. Mm. It, it reminds me a bit of things like Speedway and, uh, I suppose, Rugby League and Rugby Union, you know, sort of minority, well, not quite minority sports, but sports that are having difficulty balancing the books. Uh, and they bring in uh, a couple of guys. One's a, a sort of business expert. The other one's a guy called Matt Jones, who's described as a sports radio host. Mm. So very much like you two. Oh, really. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we interviewed recently a guy from AEW Wrestling, yeah. and they are brilliant actors because we knew what they were going to do. They, yeah. they set up this whole <clears> thing where one of them was going to get annoyed with the other one and pick up, and the guy was going to pick up his guitar and smash the other over the head with it. And he did it, and you went... Wow. <laughs> when you see it, it still had the power to it shock did. Martin, even though you knew yeah. it was coming and it was kind of, it was a, a bit of a conceit, it was still pretty amazing. He did have a headache yeah. for about half an hour. Yeah. I bet he did, yeah. I mean, and the thing about this is the guy, Al Snow, who uh, runs the thing, he's very interested in exactly what you're talking about there. He's talking about plot development. Yeah. And the two guys they brought in, Craig Greenberg and Matt Jones, they just want to make money. Right. Uh, and he, you know, they keep on saying, oh, we're, we, you know, how are we going to make money out of this? And Al Snow couldn't care less. He's sitting there talking about how the plot is going to work in this. So, What sort um, of crowds are they drawing in the third tier, Marty? What sort of, is it played to a decent sized house or not? It seemed okay. I yeah. mean, the people were queuing up outside. There seemed to be a, a lot of people um, who liked it, but the people who liked it really like it. It's trying to get another audience, but they do get some rest wrestlers, almost like going out on loan, if you like. Uh, they go down, they, they season them. Wrestlers they think are going to be stars in the WWE or in the AEW, they send them down to the OVW to uh, to season them. Which is quite interesting, very much like you know footballers going out on loan. Yeah. But if I if I can come up with one message mm. to uh, any professional wrestlers, don't bother throwing your opponent against the ropes because they're only going to bounce yeah. back and give you a clothes. You think they would have learned? <laughs> they would have learned that by now, Martin. <laughs> after, after all so. these many years of that, it's a it's, it's a it's a dumb move, isn't it? I think in the world, very dumb move. Now we've Don't got a, we've got that. two or three minutes to enjoy the Bromley Boys, a film I believe you've watched. Is that on Netflix as well? Or? That's also on Netflix. Hmm. It's um, what we call a Britcom. Oh. Uh, in other words, it, it's uh, not very funny comedy. <laughs> 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 I knew that was but, coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, John Bromley, the old sports producer. No, no. it's it's about Bromley FC, who oh, right. at the time this was made were in the Isthmian League. Right. It's got Alan Davis mm. and Martin McCutcheon in it. Mm. They play uh, the parents of this. Um, it, it's it's set in ninety or it starts in nineteen sixty six. Right. Um, and I, I mean, there aren't very many good jokes in it, to be honest. Right. 
Um, the, I suppose the best joke in it is one of the players has latent hemorrhoids. Oh. Which, not like late Norians. No. <laughs> they flare up from time to time. Oh. But, you know, it's. Uh, I, I thought you guys might be familiar with this. There's no heard, reason to watch it at all. They've done their best job. I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it, Martin, I suppose. I mean, I, I'm just, I was hoping you well, were going to push me over the edge. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's mm. sort of barely worthwhile but i watched it all the way through to right. be honest mm. um just to see well it's also got you and mackintosh in it i oh, love yeah. he was he often he was listens key. he could be listening today you and he often yeah he gets could. in touch on the show yeah mm. yeah yeah well he was keith in the office and he yes, plays one of these right, characters yeah. Oh, yeah. who uh mm. yeah he's in the brilliance of the best scene in the office which was the um you know the job assessment where uh, he's being interviewed by uh but i mean apart from that it's he's not in being this. fair to compare the office to the bromley boys by the sound of it not Martin, really, not really no i don't fair. think so yeah. i don't think so um but you know it's a feel-good movie uh so you don't need to be t- i mean obviously now they're in the national league bromley fc uh but in those days uh they were in the isthmian league yeah. so there's lots of sort of uh lower league jokes um etc but you know a, bit, a little bit predictable uh, although the guy who wrote it uh gather is no longer with us a guy called dave roberts it's basically it's a true story hmm. you know it's absolutely true uh he was a fanatical fan of uh bromley fc and he's written several books um all about uh bromley fc so um so yeah for, as a historical document it's it, it is very interesting but like i say it's a Britcom. if you've seen you know brassed off kinky boots you won't be expecting uh, anything that, you know it's not it's a mad 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 world mm. to be honest <laughs> well martin you're you're back you're back tonight uh overnight yes, I am. You're I am old references yeah. Well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh king of overnights and what's on the agenda do you know yet or yes oh yeah we're gonna mm. well, we talking about the rugby union there oh. was another another nail-biting thriller 96 nil oh, yeah. uh yesterday mm. but we've been looking ahead stages it's just yeah. bullying that and it poor old it Namibia. Is. i didn't we feel will for be, bit, yeah, it is. we will be looking ahead to what is going to be a great match you would think south africa versus ireland i mean south africa are pretty fearsome at yeah. the moment um, so we're looking at that. You've got um, Wales, it, Wales, Australia. Charles yeah, yeah, Eddie, a couple of good games. Eddie actually. to the sword this yeah. weekend. Marvelous. Indeed. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of and the uh, rugby league, Martin. You got, we've got tonight. Rugby league. Got, night, we're decide on the, well. yeah, we had a, the hubcap had is decided tonight, isn't it? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So mm. uh, yeah, all the uh, all the Super League matches are all uh, tonight. We're looking back on those Brilliant. with our uh, rugby league expert, and of course the women's football as well. Yeah. So got, and of course looking ahead to the boxing, uh, which is tomorrow. So yeah. Um, busy, show. busy show. Brilliant. Busy Look show, forward yeah. to. it. Martin Kellner is back 1am through to 6am so that's extra time through the night with Martin Kellner overnight tonight and tomorrow Martin we'll catch up with you next week thank you yeah cheers boys take care there's Martin Kellner there with a couple of recommendations or otherwise for uh, your telly this week sporting wise the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast well there we are that was this afternoon show just a reminder that uh, the clips of the week aren't here aren't on here they have their own podcast and you can go and check that out wherever you got this podcast we're back on Monday Danny Kelly will join us uh, we'll also be got a load of great guests for you at the week uh, is, that, well, is that Monday look at that blimey David Morrissey fine actor and Liverpool fan will be here Peter Serafinovich will be here as Brian Butterfield oh I love so him so Brian Butterfield will be here in person <laughs> yeah. uh, amongst other people so do hope you can join us from one if not the podcast available at four you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on Talks 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.